Hallelujah, everyone. Hope everyone had a wonderful and peaceful week. Glad you can join us to hear the word of truth, the word of God. Let us begin this week with meditation of the week from Psalms 91. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God, in Him will I trust. Surely He shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with His feathers, and under His wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the Most High, thy habitation, there shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee, to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder, the young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet. Because he hath set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Amen. This week's message comes from Ephesians chapter 3, verses 1 through 7. For this cause I, Paul, the prisoner of Jesus Christ, for you Gentiles, if ye have heard the dispensation of the grace of God, which is given me to you word, how that by revelation he made known unto me the mystery, as I wrote afore in few words, whereby when ye read, ye may understand my knowledge in the mystery of Christ, which in other ages was not made known unto the sons of men, as it is now revealed unto his holy apostles and prophets by the Spirit, that the Gentiles should be fellow heirs and of the same body, and partakers of his promise in Christ by the gospel, whereof I was made a minister according to the gift of the grace of God given unto me by the effectual working of his power. Let us pray. Thank you, Lord, for giving us your word today. May the Holy Spirit anoint each and everyone listening to your message today. Receive the spirit of wisdom, understanding, and revelation of knowledge 
of our Lord Jesus Christ. May your grace be upon those who diligently seek the truth written within the Holy Bible. In the name of our Lord and Savior, Christ Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The title for this week's message is The Mystery of the Gentiles Becoming Joint Heirs with the Jews in Christ. All the words of God are spirit and life. Not only that, they are also the words of mystery. Because God is a mysterious one, believing these mysterious words is only through the grace of God. However, these words of God cannot be explained by human reasoning. In Ephesians chapter 1, verses 15 through 19, Apostle Paul's testimony shows us what is needed to understand the Word of God and who gives this understanding. Wherefore I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus, and love unto all the saints, cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that ye may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints, and what is the exceeding greatness of his power to usward who believe, according to the working of his mighty power. Mystery and mysticism are two totally different things. In other words, mysticism is to believe in certain mysterious phenomena apart from the Word of God. But the Word of God is a mystery itself. Since Satan is also a spiritual being, we must beware that he is deceiving by showing mysterious phenomena different from the Word of God. Apostle Paul has already testified of the gospel of grace that has formed one body among the Jews and the Gentiles to make them members of the church of God through the blood of Jesus Christ according to the dispensation of God. He testified that God revealed this gospel of grace to him, revealing the mysterious knowledge in it. This mysterious knowledge was testified as knowledge in the mystery of Christ. He testified of the mystery of Christ in Colossians chapter 1 verses 26 and 27. Even the mystery which hath been hid from ages and from generations but now is made manifest to his saints, to whom God would make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. This mystery is the presence of Christ in Jews and Gentiles who believe 
in the gospel of Christ, through the blood of Christ, thereby forming one body, becoming partakers of the promise of God given unto Abraham, and made them joint heirs of one heavenly Father in Christ. This inheritance means that God inherits everything both in the earth and the heavens. Because they became the bride of Christ, God's only begotten Son, and both of them inherit such rich inheritance. Apostle Paul testified of the promise unto Abraham in Galatians chapter 3, verses 13 and 14. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us, for it is written, Cursed is everyone that hangeth on a tree, that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Now, where did Jesus get crucified onto? At Calvary. It's a wooden cross, right? Where does wood come from? Tree. Uh, those little wooden crosses you might wear on your, you know, as a necklace. Or hang it from your rear view mirror in your cars. Now that you've known about the tree and the wood, um, it's not really a good thing, is it? Just figure I'd share. Um, now that you know, you can decide on your own. Now, originally, this inheritance was given only to the Jews, who are the descendants of Abraham, but. Christ had in himself the sins of all the law and commandments. And by paying the penalty for all sins with his own blood on the cross, Christ abolished the wall between Jews and Gentiles. He broke down the wall and created them a new one body. Ephesians chapter 2 verses 14 through 16 for he is our peace, who hath made both one, and hath broken down the middle wall of partition between us, having abolished in his flesh the enmity, even the law of commandments, contained in ordinances, for to make in himself of twain one new man, so making peace and that he might reconcile both unto God in one body by the cross, having slain the enmity thereby. Apostle Paul testified of the work entrusted to God's workers. In 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 1-3, through 3, Let a man so count of us as of the ministers of Christ, and stewards of the mysteries of God. Moreover, it is required in stewards that a man be found faithful. But with me, it is a very small thing that I should be judged of you, or of man's judgment. Yea, I judge not mine own self. Now, 
Now, Apostle Paul testified that he would be judged by many natural men when he testified of the mystery of God. But he didn't care, no matter what objection they would say. Their words are trivial and will not be cared at all. Didn't matter to him. When Jesus also spoke of the mystery of the kingdom of heaven, he said that he made no one but his disciples understand of it. Matthew 13, verse 11, He answered and said unto them, Because it is given unto you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. But to them it is not given. The Lord Jesus had come as the king of the Jews to establish the kingdom of heaven in Israel. But he had known in advance that the kingdom of heaven would be taken by the Jews through violence. Matthew eleven twelve, he said, And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffered violence, and the violent take it by force. Even in this age, this mystery of the kingdom of heaven is also allowed to be understood only by the dis disciples of the Lord. After the crucifixion of Jesus Christ, the forces of the devil has deceived the world by saying they are making the world as the kingdom of heaven. For the last 2,000 years, various popes of Roman Catholic Church have been deceiving the world by saying they are bringing forth the kingdom of heaven as the king of the earth. They don't wear this, uh, they don't have the wording on their headgear anymore, but they used to say Vicarious of Christ. Uh, they were in place of Jesus, basically. Catholics deny the return of King of Kings and Lord of Lords, Jesus Christ. However, when the time is fulfilled, the Lord Jesus Christ will return. Then he will establish the kingdom of heaven that was not achieved at the first advent. Jesus Christ will give grace to the Gentiles as well as the Jews, so that he will build kingdom of heaven on the earth. This restored kingdom of heaven is the so-called millennial kingdom of Christ, the 1,000-year reign of Jesus Christ. This is the mystery of the kingdom of heaven. As the gospel of the grace, gospel of Christ, has been preached throughout the world for the past 2,000 years, God has made Apostle Paul and Apostle John testify the mystery of the words of God. Not only that, it is still being preached through God's servants that received and obeyed his calling. However, the servants who preach these mysterious words are still being persecuted by the servants of Satan. 
but the true servants of Christ regard their persecution as insignificant and preach boldly. Now the following are the mysteries that we'll go over today. First up is the mystery of the Incarnation, or the mystery of godliness. According to 1 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16, And without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifest in the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen of angels, preached unto the Gentiles, believed on in the world, received up into glory. The next is the mystery of the divine indwelling. As Apostle Paul calls it, the mystery of Christ in you. He said this in Colossians 1.27, To whom God would make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Next, the mystery of the Church of God, the Bride of Christ. Ephesians 5, verses 31 and 32, For this cause shall a man leave his father and mother, and shall be joined unto his wife, and they too shall be one flesh. This is a great mystery, but I speak concerning Christ and the Church. Next up, the mystery of the rapture or the mystery of the translation of the living saints. Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, for the trumpet shall sound, and the dead shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. 1 Corinthians 15 Verses 51 and 52. Next, the mystery of iniquity. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 7 and 8. For the mystery of iniquity doth already work. Only he who now letteth will let, until he be taken out of the way. And then shall that wicked be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth, and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. Next, the mystery of Israel's blindness. Romans eleven twenty five and 26 For I would not, brethren, that ye should be ignorant of this mystery, lest ye should be wise in your own conceits, that blindness in part is happened to Israel, until the fullness of the Gentiles be come in. And so all Israel shall be saved, as it is written, There shall come out of Sion the Deliverer, and shall turn away ungodliness from Jacob. And finally, the mystery of Babylon the Great. 
Revelation chapter 17, 5, it says, and upon, her, and upon her forehead was a name written, Mystery, Babylon the Great, the mother of harlots and abominations of the earth. And those who do not testify these mysteries are not servants of God. Now it is unfortunate that these words of mystery are rarely testified in the church. These mysteries form the basis of sound doctrine. Biblical doctrine. It's like the backbone. With a weak backbone, you can't have any strength, right? That's correct. Now the mystery of incarnation, the mystery of the divine indwelling, and the mystery of the church becoming the bride of Christ have been fulfilled. And sooner or later the mystery of the rapture is coming to pass, when the Antichrist, the son of destruction, the son of perdition, the man of sin, when he appears just as prophet Daniel prophesied, the last one week, that is the great tribulation, shall come to pass on the whole earth. This one week is not seven days, people. This is seven years. If you need to find out, you need to read the Bible. It all explains it in the book of Daniel. The book of Daniel ties in with Revelation. It's a very wonderful read. You won't know until you read it. During that time, the Roman Catholic Church that had persecuted the Church of God for the past 2,000 years shall become Babylon the Great, and the Pope will become the false prophet helping the Antichrist to make the mark of the beast and worship the beast. At the end of the Great Tribulation, the remnant of Israel shall see the Lord Jesus Christ returning. They shall mourn at His appearing and then receive the Lord Jesus as their Messiah. And all Israel shall be saved. Prophet Zechariah previewed this amazing scene and testified first in Zechariah 12 verse 10 and I will pour upon the house of David and upon the inhabitants of Jerusalem the spirit of grace and of supplications and they shall look upon me whom they have pierced and they shall mourn for him as one mourneth for his only son, and shall be in bitterness for him, as one that is in bitterness for his firstborn. And then in chapter 13, verse 1, In that day there shall be a fountain opened to the house of David, and to the inhabitants of Jerusalem for sin, and for uncleanness. Uh, who is this they pierced in uh, Zechariah 12.10? Remember, this is 
the book of Zechariah is part of Old Testament. Uh, Jesus hasn't been born yet. So this is God in flesh. Told through the lips of Zechariah. This verse here testifies that Jesus himself is God in flesh. The Jews will find out then, that's why they're mourning, that they found out who they stabbed, or pierced, if you will. At last, when all the mysteries of God are fulfilled, millennial kingdom of Christ shall come true on this earth, with no Satan, no Antichrist, and no false prophet. Then the Jews shall become the nation of priests in the kingdom of Christ, and the Gentiles that repent shall become the nations serving the Jews, and the raptured saints of the church of God shall come down to the earth and reign with Christ gloriously in the earth for a thousand years. What a mysterious dispensation of God. Before we close out today's message, I want to ask you, dear listener, are you saved? Have you received Jesus as your Lord and Savior? Do you have any sins? In the Gospel of Mark, chapter 7, it has a list of sins if you do not know what they are. And he said that which cometh out of the man that defileth the man. For from within, out of the heart of men, proceed evil thoughts, adulteries, fornications, murders, thefts, covetousness, wickedness, deceit, lasciviousness, an evil eye, blasphemy, pride, foolishness. All these evil things come from within and defile the man. So where are you going if you died with sin? A sinner will die in his or her sins and go to hell. As it is written in Romans 6, 23, for the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Faithful and true Lord Jesus Christ loves you. And if you wholeheartedly repent for not believing in the gospel of Christ, which is this, according to 1 Corinthians chapter 15, how that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day, according to the scriptures. By truly believing the gospel and receive him as your only Lord and Savior, you can avoid the eternal damnation, but instead you'll receive everlasting life. Will you receive him today? You must invite 
Lord Jesus Christ, to enter your heart. We'll do the sinner's prayer together, but this is your prayer. You can pause it, you can write it down, or you can repeat the prayer. Lord, I am a sinner. I know that I shall be judged and will be sent to hell because of my sins. However, I believe in Jesus Christ, who was judged and died on the cross instead of me. Now I open my heart to accept Jesus as my Lord and Savior. Please come into my heart and be my Lord and Savior forever. Please lead me in your way so that I may serve you. Thank you for cleansing of my sins by the blood of Jesus. Thank you for saving me from the destruction of hell. In the name of our Lord and Savior, Christ Jesus, name we pray. Amen. Please share this message with friends and family members who still have not been saved. God bless you all, and may the grace and truth of our Lord and Savior, Christ Jesus, be with you always. Amen. This week's message and all other recordings in English and Korean can be found on our website at WGMI.org. More episodes can also be found on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and TuneIn Radio app by typing WGM Church in the search field.